Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast, and I am back for season four. It's been a long time coming. Before I begin, I do want to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which I work and live on, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and future. So on today's episode, I chatted to Thomas Nicholson. We met in an acting class in Vancouver and his passion for acting oozed through and I am just thrilled with his success and what's to come. And we had the most delightful conversation about acting from auditions to favorite gigs, mindset and so much more. So grab a coffee and enjoy. Well, welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime. I have been wanting to get you on for a little while anyway, so I'm glad you're going to be my first episode of season four, so. Yay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's just start with a little introduction of yourself. So if you want to just do a little, like your little bio to the world, however you want to take that. <laughs> sure. Well, Who I guess are it, you? in this context, it's... Uh... Well, my name is Thomas Nicholson, and I think in the context of this podcast, I, I want to, it seems appropriate to lead with I'm an actor. Yeah. Um, that's one of my labels. But uh, yeah, I'm an actor. I'm based in Vancouver. I'm born and raised in Denmark, but I've been in Canada for the past uh, almost 10 years now. What brought you to Vancouver? Well, the very short version is a girl yeah. who I'm still with. Amazing. Um, the slightly longer version is we lived, we lived in London at the time in UK. I've been there for two years. She's been, she'd been there a little bit longer and we were both journalists. Yeah. And that's how we, we met through journalism. And um, we just really right around the same time, we both kind of got like, didn't want to do journalism anymore and just had this kind of like, we don't want to do this for the rest of our working lives yeah. and we um we quit our jobs and plan to go traveling for a while while figuring out what we wanted to do with our lives instead and she had been taking these night courses in screenwriting she's a screenwriter now oh, wow. and uh, she got into some screenwriting stuff and applied to different programs in europe and in north america and then she was accepted to a bunch and we just look kind of looked at where we would want to go and just thought well let's let's try Vancouver she's Canadian but but not from Vancouver she's from Ontario oh amazing um, oh wow and, just, and Vancouver was new to us both she had never been I'd never been I'd been to Canada to visit her family in Ontario but I'd never been yeah. to Vancouver but I was so ready for a change amazing and, uh, yeah. and then you ended up and I mean well we'll get into your journey um because it's you've done well, a lot a journey we've been kind of traveling around the world and then when she was accepted to this uh, screenwriting program in Vancouver that was like that became our next home and our oh, destiny wow. uh, yeah. so then you came to Vancouver so did you always want to be an actor because obviously you said like journalism or did acting just kind of become like a like you fell into it and you're like cool I guess this is the new journey you're going on uh yes and no I I remember doing I remember doing this thing in school when we were like, I don't know, 10 or 12, where you, it was like a, it's gotta be an ancient computer program now, but there's this computer program where you like answer questions, like you get multiple answer options. Like, do you like 
physical activity? Do you like oh, yeah. math? Do you like language? Da, da, da. And um, I remember doing those and I kept landing on actor and I kept thinking like, that's not a real job. So I kept doing it over and over again to get not actor. Wow, okay. And then like forgot about it. And then I did a little bit of acting in sort of late high school, like community theater and loved it. But again, it was just like, as far as I'm concerned, it was just like a fun thing to do with some friends. It never occurred to me that that was a career. And I was also like, I was playing a lot of music at the time and, and it kind of like, I felt like I couldn't quite fit in both. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll leave the acting behind and keep with my band and stuff like that. And then when we moved to Vancouver in December, 2011, Gemma, my girlfriend, she actually got me acting classes as a Christmas slash moving in present. And yeah, I just uh, fell in love with it again. And at first it was kind of again, like reconnecting with the hobby. Yeah. And then I guess I became aware that, okay, this is actually a dream that I want to do, but I didn't have, I didn't have the, I think it takes a lot of courage. At least it does. It did for me. It takes yeah. a lot of courage. To go like, you know what, this is it. This is my plan A. This is what I'm going to do. And for me, it was actually my, my mom was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's yeah. and I was really inspired by my parents reaction to that because, you know, she's, you know, literally losing her mind yeah. and they decided she was in her late fifties when she was diagnosed and they decided to sell their house, move into an apartment and just like basically fast forward their retirement plan. So they were just like, they were just traveling, traveling, traveling and having like, they had such a joyful few years while they still could. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I was just like really, really inspired by that kind of like courage and like appetite for life that I was like, what, what's, what am I so afraid of losing by trying this acting thing? So that was, those were like, that was like a big moment for me in terms of like, all right, if my parents have the courage with this kind of diagnosis with them, then yeah. I'm just going to go all in. I can't not do it. Yeah, that's so, I mean, that's so beautiful. And I think, um, yeah, it is so true. I mean, definitely starting acting for anyone, it's, it take, it's like such a vulnerable thing. And it does take a lot of courage to take that step. And I love that, like, attitude of like, yeah, like, then what, like, what have you got to lose? You know, you just got to like, yeah. And, and I was never, you know, growing up when I sort of tapped into acting here and there, yeah. I was never discouraged from doing it. But it just, yeah. I didn't know any actors growing up. So I was just, it was that thing of like, I thought actors were kind of a different species. You know, you see well, them on movie theater and on TV and I didn't realize they were like normal people. It yeah. just didn't occur to me. Even as an adult, it didn't occur to me. Yeah, that's so interesting. Like that that mindset, because it is true. It's, it's even for me, like I know growing up, it was like this disconnect of like, but how do I, how do I do that? Like that's someone on my screen, like what? That's a thing like that you can do. Um, and then, yeah, when you're kind of starting doing it, you're like, oh, 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 you're just, okay, cool. All right, this yeah. is a thing. That's insane. Okay, so you're doing like acting, you're, start, you're getting the acting bug. Um, 
how did you find like navigating the industry like in Vancouver did it kind of yeah <laughs> um well I guess once I sort of had the like okay I want to do this professionally I did a they have a lot of programs in Vancouver these one year intensive diploma programs and I audited a bunch and then I picked one that I wanted at uh, Van Arts it's called yeah. and that was like my first kind of I, like what I'd done before was kind of scene study classes and um at Van Arts it was more like it was one year very intensive full-time and you learn like a little bit of everything so yeah. scene study was part of it but also voice and movement and singing for the actor and Shakespeare and breaking down a script and etc etc like it just a little bit of everything which I thought was great because I had yeah. so little training and I was just like I need to I need to learn how to do this um so that was like my beginning and then coming out of that program I signed with an agent uh I think about a month after I graduated and that was sort of the beginning yeah. of of the sort of professional side of the industry I started auditioning for you know one-liners and no line you know uh, silent on camera roles but yeah. just dipping my uh, toes in and then every now and again getting some bigger auditions um I think the way I navigate the industry has changed a lot as also as like yeah. this is a bit of a, a detour but it has changed how I deal with the industry because I I'd say in the last like two years or so like I've consistently worked on my craft I'm, I'm a big believer in just yes. keep doing the work it doesn't just magically happen and so keep doing the work take classes like act where you can take classes if you can afford to yeah. uh, take advantage of the additions you get to like you get to work on those scenes or work on monologues read plays whatever like do do what you have available to you financially or yeah. otherwise and um but aside from that in the last yeah I'd say about two years I really dug into working on mindset yeah which I don't know any acting programs that teach that. I know mm -hmm. acting, I know I had a lot of acting teachers who talked, especially about auditions, once the craft is at a certain level, back when auditions were in person before there was a pandemic, they yeah. would usually say, that's great, now just do it with confidence. But no one said how you built that confidence. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I've worked a lot on mindset in the last couple of years to really just I don't want to blame the industry or anything else. Like if something's not happening, I, I, I will make it happen because yeah, it's so yeah. easy. To, it's, it's very, very easy to, to fall into the trap of like, Oh, but I don't have an agent or my agent's not sending me out for enough auditions or I'm, they're not the right auditions. Like it's so easy to yeah. put the blame out there on others or the industry, or it's not my type. And I kind of find like it's, some of it may even be true, but it's kind of irrelevant. It, it mm -hmm. In a sense, it doesn't matter whose fault it is, but it's your own responsibility to push through that. Yeah, I think it's also, I mean, at least something for me, I don't know if you can relate, but something that's also shifted, I don't know as well if it was like with the mindset, also with the pandemic, I feel like my mindset shifted a lot during 2020. Also, because I was like, the world is probably ending so I was just like well I've got nothing to lose like why am I stressing about like you know what I'm being submitted for like that would like it's just anyway yeah I've, I've landed on yeah. a funny because um, I worked a lot on gratitude gratitude was my like yes. like it's another thing 
kind of like acting, I suddenly realized, oh, normal people can act if you learn how. Um, and the gratitude thing as well, I always kind of thought either you're grateful or you're not. Yeah. And then I learned that you can practice it just like you can practice playing the guitar or going to the gym or your language skills. Like you can mm -hmm. practice being grateful. So I started doing that and that helped me a lot and it really helped me a lot with my confidence. But as to what you're saying with the, with the sort of auditions being, mm. you know, not being so heavy. Yes, yes. Um, it's like, you know, it, it might see it sound really dumb, but I, sometimes I can, by practicing this gratitude, sometimes I'll just remember like, man, I really enjoyed that coffee this morning. That was like, and you know, it's, it's a silly little thing, but that coffee is just as good whether I book that role or don't. Yeah, 100%. And the, and the people I love in my life and there's my good health and all these things, they don't change with the jobs I book or don't book. Yeah. So I, I like, I find myself like, I'm way more ambitious than I ever have been. But yeah. at the same time, the, the individual auditions aren't as important. I'll do all the prep and I'll like do oh, everything, cool. knock it out of the park, but it's not, it's not a big deal if I book that one audition or not. It's yeah. Yeah. Do you often find then within that mindset, especially with the gratitude? Cause that's, I mean, I totally feel you. I did the same thing. Like I'll like go out for a walk and I'll be like, that was the best walk I went on. Like it just like, I'm grateful to be outside or it's a beautiful day. Like, and that's like, you know, might be the greatest thing that happened to me that day. Um, and then do you find that when you're kind of in that mindset, things just kind of start to just naturally gravitate towards you. And then you're kind of like, oh, you're like, oh my God. Okay, cool. Like, wow. No, absolutely. I, I, you know, as far as career goes, for example, like the sort of materialistic yeah. success of booking jobs yeah. and book jobs of a certain size. 100% my mindset changed before that started to happen, 100%. Wow, yeah. Even things like, um, there was a point where I kind of like started to um, promote myself. So before I had ever booked a recurring job, yeah. I decided, I kind of looked at my, the quality of my work and I'm like, no, I'm a recurring actor. I know what my resume says, I'm not delusional, but yeah. I'm a recurring actor. I can call myself a recurring actor sort of in terms of what I present. Yeah. And, and one thing that came of that too, is that all of a sudden I'm like, well, if I'm a recurring actor, I have to put in the work of mm -hmm. a recurring actor, like the amount of work a recurring actor would expect it yeah. to do. So then all of a sudden I start kind of work, get more specific and work a little harder yeah. because I have a promotion to live up to kind of thing. Yeah. That's so, oh, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's very, um, yeah, I, I, I just love the, the mindset stuff as well. And also like going back to, I guess, even with auditions and I loved how you were kind of mentioning, you know, cause yeah, I guess in this, it's so easy in this industry to go into like, oh, it's not my type or, oh, they went that way. Oh, like, you know, putting it out there, but focusing on things that you can control because there is, and like, you know, like you said, look at your resume and being like, yeah, I'm like a recurring actor and promoting yourself. Those are things that you can control. And I think that's so important. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's empowering as opposed to yeah. disempowering. Exactly. And there's a Ex certain, um, and I, I totally get it because I have been in that groove of, mm -hmm. I'm never going to book the thing. I mean, it's never going to happen. But the, th the, 
it's hard to get out of. And like, for me, at least it took a lot of like literal practice, like just yeah. repeating it all over and over again. Like I would learn lines almost. Um, but it's also, you know, whenever I was thinking, this is not, I'm never going to book this. I was yeah. right. I didn't. Like, yeah. it's like you, you what you put out it's the thing like what you put out in the universe it's like you know I, I never booked anything when I said I'm not going to book this yeah and I just make you give like 10% less because why 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 bother if, even if it's subconscious like it's just yeah that's so true because <laughs> I can relate there's so many auditions I've gone nah and you there is something that it does to you that you don't you don't try as hard because you've already you've already gone nah this is not for me or like if you get submitted for something that you're like that's not my type you're already like disempowering yourself like, absolutely and i've booked roles that on page were not my type yeah like 20 years older than me and bald and short and like big bushy beard which i can't grow like it, does, it makes no sense but then like yeah see something that works in another way i guess yeah <laughs> we're just gonna empower ourselves as actors and creatives honestly like that's so important so I important think, i like that you say creatives too because it's the yeah that's the best way to be creative to like you know empower yourself to like you know depending on what you're auditioning for make some crazy choices and just make it clear that you've made some choices i think i don't know I, whenever i've made like some weird wacky choices i've never yeah. i haven't always booked the part but i've always been invited back to the room <laughs> hey hey <laughs> okay let's talk a little bit about auditioning um mm. what is okay so for me and I have always said like and maybe this is a mindset thing that I'm now just exposing myself with now great awesome um for me auditions I just it, I find that it's a craft in itself like auditions are crazy they're a little it, it's wacky um and I'm not the greatest auditioner, but see now I've just disempowered myself. We're gonna move on. But how do you, what's your take on the auditioning and that, yeah. How do you find auditions? No, I, I totally agree that it's like, it's kind of a, um, I don't know if it's a completely different craft, but it's a different aspect of the craft. Yeah. And I know so many people and I was one of the people who was like, but I can do all this great stuff in class. Why can't I do it in the audition? Yeah. So like, I don't know. I don't know exactly how I sort of managed to click my brain where I was just like, well, now I can do it in auditions too. I don't know how I landed yeah. at that, but I did. But I, but I think it's also, I mean, I haven't been to an in-person audition in, I don't know, a year and a half or something. Yeah. But when I first started auditioning, I was like, so nervous auditioning and then it became a thing about like well how do I best handle these nerves yeah. and first I tried to I did for a while tried this thing where I was either it would be a pretty big role and I would just say well I'm not going to book it anyway so blah 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 and it did it did sort of yeah. calm the auditions but you know lo and behold I also didn't book um and I you know but it's like and it, it'll work differently for different people. But what I've kind of like landed at now or last time I, I kind of managed to like, just like always acknowledge how nervous I am. And, and, you know, you, you, the more you do it, it's not, I don't get a lot less nervous. I just get more used to those nerves. Yeah. 
and then I, I I'm, I'm calling it by the end of it because I haven't been to an in-person audition in so long but by the end of it I was genuinely enjoying the nerves because they just like amped up my energy yeah. and I knew how to nine out of ten times I knew how to make them work for me like be befriend my nerves and then every now and again it was just like something was like my hands would shake or something like that but or I would like flub lines or whatever but but uh yeah I'd say nine out of ten times I just found ways to like become good friends with my nerves and yeah. I would um you know I did some audition classes where I'm also kind of nervous because there are other people watching and then I would get the tapes and I could see I could see how my eyes responded to nerves if I could just keep physically still, if I didn't sort of flail with my arms, suddenly like my eyes would just come alive. And depending on the scene, the actor might be nervous, but if I'm you know, supposed to be dangerous, I just look super intense. So I was like, great, okay, I can use that. Like I, I, can, yeah. that. I can gradually learn to trust that. Oh, that's so beautiful. Oh, I love that. You Now you're like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, with self tapes, it's like, it's like such a, is almost the opposite. I used to think like that my like perfect um, like nervous energy out of mm -hmm. 10, I was, I kind of landed on, okay, I'm like, maybe like a six and a half is perfect. Cause I can, yeah. I can control what I need to control, but there's a little bit out of control, which I like. There's, I can't tell you exactly how the audition's going to go, which I don't want to. Do you have any, I love talking about audition stories. Do you have any like, just like, oof, that was that was an audition like good and bad funny well I remember I vividly remember my first audition for a professional job I don't remember the lines exactly but I remember what the scene was and it was for the tv show Arrow that's now finished or like season two I think and I was auditioning I just had like one line and it was something like freeze don't move something like that <laughs> yes and uh i i was auditioning for this leader of a swat team of some sort that was like breaking into an apartment look around and we see arrow and at this point in the series we believe he's a bad guy and a murderer and a villain and whatnot so we're there to catch him and i was so nervous and i like you know walked in and looked around and you know, saw the guy and then said, freeze, don't move and pointed an invisible gun at him. And then uh, they cut and then the casting director was like, um, great, let's, uh, let's do it again. But let's see a little more confidence because you're, you know, you've got, you've got a gun, you've got your whole uh, SWAT squad behind mm -hmm. you. So you, you, you know, you're alert, but you feel like you're going to get this guy. And, and as soon as he finished talking, I went like, yep, okay. You know, didn't even take it in when it's this like, yeah. you know in hindsight you learn this is like just take a breath take the note and take your time and you can do it again but I was like yeah okay I was just eager to to please and then like ready for the next take and we did it again and I did exactly the same thing <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like so that was like my first like okay I gotta figure out how to deal with these nerves because yeah. it's you know, impeding my work but um yeah I don't know I mean my favorite types of auditions in person anyway, is when like occasionally, I remember having like a couple of scenes that were like really cool and like these like real emotional roller coaster scenes yeah. doing them and the casting director's like, this is great, but like, 
And every now and again, you get that one note that just unlocks the whole thing. And you're just, and it just, yeah. and suddenly like, I forget that I'm trying to get the part. I'm just working with a casting director yes. and we're both excited because we like, we're onto something. Yeah. And it's like, and not every role is that, not every audition is that, but every now and again, you just get something that's like, yeah, let's rock and roll. Let's do this. And uh, oh, that's so exciting. It's such an exciting and like beautiful thing because you're like, this is acting. Like, that's what you're in it. Well, for. yeah. And it's like, especially if, if you're someone who's nervous in auditions, when you kind of get to that, it's like, it just, I just like, my nerves are like, it doesn't matter because now we found this, let's do this exciting thing. Like suddenly we're just both excited. I'm excited. The casting director is excited. Sometimes the reader is excited too. And suddenly like the energy in the room changes. I was like, I love that. Oh, that's so beautiful. I also love that you said, um, noted before on like being eager to please in the room. And I think that's something that I feel like we've, I mean, most performers have gone through that when you do, at least I know when I started out, it was like, like me <laughs> and that reads in the room <laughs> i didn't i i absolutely did not book any um well the first guest star role i booked was a self-tape yeah. so i didn't have that n- nervousness about it but yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't book anything like that of that kind of capacity until i let go of i hope this is what you want yeah most of just like this is what i want to do with it here's my solution take it or leave it and not not to not be open to direction but just like here's here's my offer yeah and I think there's something also really like going back if we circle back to the mindset there's something really empowering in that as like a mindset thing of just being like hey this is how this material runs through me and this is what I have to offer like you said a solution cool and then but still being open to the direct like direction obviously but I think that's so beautiful as like that's so empowering as a performer yeah it's a very subtle difference but it's still for me at least it's the difference between like I can still go in like give it a hundred percent and then not be upset if I don't get it because it's like I gave them a I gave them a solution they picked another solution yeah I don't feel I don't feel like I lost because of that but I I know I have like subconsciously been afraid of giving it 100 percent, and then what if I don't book it yes yeah I I just kind of see it differently now I love that. We love the mindset journey. It's so important. I think it's such a bit because it, it's so easy to break your heart on yes. in, in a career like this where it's just, even if you're super successful, you have a hundred auditions in a year and you book five jobs, you're still going to hear no 95% of the time. Yeah. So it's, yeah. you got to be able to figure out how to either deal with rejection or find a way to call it something else. Yeah, that's, that's, everyone needs to listen to that. <laughs> everyone needs well, that reminder it's said and done it's not like I said it's not it's yeah. like the gratitude thing I always I, for the longest time I thought either you were grateful or you're not but it's not as <laughs> it's like everything else worth your while you got to put in the time and the effort this is true yeah and you have to it is like like you even said before it's like learning life if you do have to do it every day um because it's so it's so easy to fall back on it it is it's, it's easier said than done because once you've kind of built a mindset that's you know if it's quite negative it's it's hard it's hard but you just gotta keep going and be grateful and just keep pushing through (laughs) yeah I mean when I started doing it because I do this like I I journal every morning kind of yeah before I'm like fully awake just like kind of whatever comes out and then I'll do and that's kind of my morning meditation and then I might do meditation in the day and then at night 
I kind of speak out what I've been grateful for that day. And it took a long time before that did not feel really dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I just kind of, it works for me now. It works really well for me now. But it was just like, there was like a few weeks of just like, just like, just keep trying it and just fake it till you make it kind of thing. Just keep trying it. And then all of a sudden, yeah, there, you know, gradually it started to shift. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay, so I do want to talk a little bit about, because I did, um, I actually went on your IMDb before this, and I was like, damn, you have an impressive resume, look at you go. No, um, <laughs> and I actually am, like, happy moment, but ev- all the work that you do, I'm so happy for you, like, when you're posting on Instagram, I'm just like, yes, like, yes, just because I remember you from class, and I'm just like, I just think that's so beautiful to be like, smashing it um so you've obviously done quite a bit of work for CW and like networks how and some like bigger roles has how is that like have you how is that I just what is that experience for you from like actually starting to book I guess bigger more like people starting to kind of know and fan attraction if that has happened how's that been for you well, it's been very exciting. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I there's nothing that excites me more than the actual work. Mm-hmm. Like I've always been, like I'm actually quite, I'm quite a shy person, and you know I've been to you know red carpet award shows in, here in Vancouver, and I'm I'm you know they they're kind of work for me. I do enjoy them, but it's like oh, there's so many people, and like I don't know where to yeah. You know, that's like a, I think it's great that that we have them and we celebrate the industry and I I do enjoy them but the thing I still enjoy the most is just like doing the work and like yeah. as I think I work more on set and also in like you know more really exciting roles I it becomes easier to appreciate how amazing that is, but also how amazing it is to go to class and work on Pulitzer award-winning plays. Yeah. That, I think that's probably easier to really appreciate and enjoy that when you feel like there's a certain success happening outside of the classroom too. Yeah. Because it's so hard to get away from the, the frustration of only feeling like you're doing this good work in class that no one is seeing. It's, it's, diff- it's hard to yeah. let go of that, I think. Um, but no, it's really cool. Like, I don't know. It's exciting to do work that, that people respond to and, 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 you know, this, I guess this could backfire, but it's exciting to do work that people have opinions about. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's like, it might not, (laughs) that could backfire at some point when there are opinions you don't like, but, but it's, it's, you know, I, I think whether we want to admit it or not, I, I guess if we're actors, there's part of us that just wants to be seen. Yeah. There's got to be. I don't, I don't, I don't think about that a lot, but there's got to be a, you know, I guess shy person and like, I just want people to see me, I suppose. Right. Yeah. I feel um, that. So yeah, that's really cool. And occasionally I get some nice messages from people who see me and something and just like, mm-hmm. Oh, I loved you and this or that. And, and it's like, yeah. And you're like, yeah, I did that. So, <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and that's like, that's like, that's so great. I don't know. It's cool that it has value to other people. It's, it's great to know. I know it has value to me, but I, you know, it's, you don't always know if, if it has any value to anyone else. 
yeah no it's it's true it, it's like it is nice to have that like validation like it, it's nice for someone to be like hey I like your work and you're like yeah, yeah totally I mean I look I try not to make that the reason I'm doing I, try yeah, to do yeah. it. I think I think at least for me I need to do it for myself at the end of the day and I might have been inspired by other things other th- people got me on the road and gave me the courage and all that but I think to sort of just keep doing it in, in some way shape or form I have to do it for me I think you know and and maybe that's selfish but I, I'm you know it's a uh, I don't know I just I love the work I love the craft and then all this other stuff is such it's really exciting bonus yeah I I yes I agree so I guess that segues into so then what what keeps you inspired what um yeah wow uh inspired to what uh every no um what keeps (laughs) you inspired in acting and yeah, I guess let's do, let's do that. And then we can talk about inspired in life. I mean, they, they, I guess one affects the other. I want to have like a sense of like, I don't know what the word is, vitality maybe, like vitality mm-hmm. in my yeah. acting, excitement about the career I'm on and the path and the craft I'm mm-hmm. learning. But I also want that sense of vitality in my life that has nothing to do with acting. Yeah. I think, uh, I think for a while I was kind of stuck with just like, it was all in the acting. And I don't think mm-hmm. that's any good. Cause then when you don't book the job, it can be very upsetting. Yeah. Oh. Um, so what keeps me inspired? I mean, I, I, I like to be in class all the time. Yeah. Like every week I like to be in class, whether I'm on set or not. Like, I mean, not on the same day, but I, you know, if I can go be on set Monday to Friday and in class on Sunday, I'm really happy. Yeah. Cause that, that keeps me inspired. Cause the thing is in class, I can work on a character in a scene that I can't book right now because I haven't figured it out yeah. and I'm not going to learn. I can fail and fail and fail and it's free. And then I can like figure it out in class and learn how to do it in class. And I think that's one thing that really keeps me inspired. Yeah. Um, like as far as like me individually goes, just like getting new, really like amazing material to work with. And when it's like, especially if I feel like it's not working, but this play has won the biggest award <laughs> in the world. So I know yeah. it's not because of the play. So there's something yeah. here to, to investigate in me, which is, I find really exciting. Yeah. Um, like I, I get excited when, because I guess because I'm, I'm, I'm a professional working actor and I, I book exciting roles and, and, yeah. and all this stuff being at a certain level of my craft, I get really excited when I discover weaknesses in my craft. Cause it's like, yeah. great, there's even more to like, let's get into this. Like I, I that excites me. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. Inspired. The sort of the, the I, I'm inspired by it. One of the reasons I left journalism was I kind of felt like I could predict my work and my career. Like, you know, so the next like 40 years, I could kind of just like see them map out in front of me. And I didn't, it's not that I didn't like what I could see. I just didn't like being mm. able to see it all. And with yeah. the career as an actor, it's so unpredictable. You, you know, there are certain things in your control, but, but a lot of it is, I don't know where I'm five years from now. I have some yeah. ideas, but I don't know. <laughs> and that's actually quite, I, I think, and that's something that I don't know if also with mindset and COVID that changed. But I actually started to get quite excited about the unknown, as scary as it is, mm. and not knowing 
what's coming up. Because I think also with the unpredictability of this industry, like you don't know when your next like booking or, you know, that next audition, like you don't oh. know, but when it comes, you're like, oh, like it's exciting. It's funny that like, I don't think that thing ever changes. Eight, nine months, I've been working lots. Yeah. Like as in, if I know I'm working that much the next eight, nine months, I, that's like, I'm all set. I'm great. Yeah. But I don't know that. Yeah. No, it's been like so great. I still don't know when the next job. Well, actually, right now I do know, but normally I don't know when, when the next job is. <laughs> <laughs> that backfired a little. <laughs> but, but it's true. Yeah. Once this job is over that I'm currently working on, I don't know when I'm working again. And it could be like a week from now and it could be a, a year from now. What excites you? Like, what's something that you are like, you know, but you're like, I'm, you're digging your teeth to want to do. Mm. <laughs> I auditioned for this thing a while ago. Um, and I got the sides and I read them and I immediately thought, this is so disgusting. And also at the same time, I'd be really good for this. Oh, yeah. and it was and it's a very like it, it it sounds like a really cool and responsible project but the character was this like a child molesting priest like the most despicable you can imagine and I realized after that I'm really I'm just really curious at about stuff that really disgusts me and like that I'm repulsed by I'm really curious by that like yeah. why it repulses me and and you know if I had to play someone like that I have to try and find some kind of way of seeing it from that perspective yeah. Yeah. I think that's like, for me that's like oh that's got to be like one of the ultimate challenges of acting to like completely like there's nothing I can't think of anything more repulsive to, to me and then to like actually try to embody that it's just like wow that would be like what a challenge that would be Oh yeah, so, yeah. That, that that that's a strange answer, but but I think no, I love it. there's a, and I like it. I I I always get a with certain characters. I played a couple of real life characters. Like mm. um, I did a I did a short film, uh, indie film recently that's mm. just doing this festival circuit right now called The Day We Left and it's a period piece and it takes place in the in 1991 in Bosnia when there was basically a genocide of Muslim Bosnians and I play this Bosnian Muslim farmer yeah. trying to escape with his family and um, and that was such a great role to play because it just I just felt so much like I, I feel responsibility it's like this is someone someone went through all this. And then I feel like there's is also this sense of responsibility of like, I'm not a Muslim and I'm not Bosnian, yeah. but I happen to look like them. And um, just the sense of responsibility of being like, yeah. as honest as I can be with that. And I guess that's kind of the same, even though it's, you know, that's a very brave man I portrayed and, yeah. and this like pedophile is not a brave man. He's the biggest coward, but there's a similar sense of responsibility in, in the mm -hmm. sense that like, this happened to a lot of kids. 
whether that's a fictional story or not there's a similar sense of responsibility of like just you know let's treat this with the respect it requires and do it as awfully as it needs to be to respect the truth of it yeah i think though like and that's not like that's not of course that's not every role and it's not even every project and i don't want to watch projects like that exclusively like i want to watch fun stuff too but um but yeah those things that like really yeah and, and on one hand either like really repulses me or just like where I can just pick it up and read it and then immediately mm-hmm. kind of like feel the emotional stakes of it that excites me yeah. oh I love that and there's something really beautiful in the challenge of that I think as a performer and tackling that work and yeah I love that oh, and exciting. sometimes it, it comes as a surprise I don't I don't know if I can swear on this podcast oh go for it um but let me see I I uh have a role coming out next month yeah. where I'm in a couple of episodes of the show and and I've never played anything like this guy he's yeah. just yeah I, there's so much I've never done in that character and um one of the directors called me in advance and just say, said like, look, I just want you to come in with as many fucked up and weird choices and you can think of. Give me a new choice every take and we'll just play on the day. And that was just like, oh. you know, that was, I mean, I loved playing the character. I really enjoyed playing the character, but that was almost aside from the character just to be given that freedom. On It's a, probably the first time I've explicitly been given that freedom on a professional set yeah I may have oh, had it before but it hasn't been spoken to me like that yeah play I love I love the word play like when someone yeah. says that to me I'm like oh it, it does something there's like a there's a reaction that I'm like okay let's go yeah. oh <laughs> it's always a good reminder to to you know I I take the work very seriously but it's a good yeah. reminder like, you don't have to take yourself so seriously this is exactly a hundred percent preaching to the choir mm-hmm. um okay let's do some like fun rapid fire questions that don't always end up being rapid fire so it's okay <laughs> don't no pressure <laughs> okay let's let's see um what is a piece of advice that you did not take that you wish you did i eventually did if that counts it does yeah <laughs> it a long time uh i had a acting coach quite early on who said to me you never work on your weaknesses you work but you always work on what you're already good at and it and uh i the reason i didn't take it was i didn't i didn't realize it was true because yeah. i could use it with but i'm working all the time when would i find time to this thing that i find really hard and he's just like but you already you need you don't need to work on that thing that you're already good at you can you can pause on that and then focus on the yeah. thing that needs more tweaking so yeah that was that was really good advice but it took me it took me about six months to start taking it and then when you finally take it you're like oh oh yeah. <laughs> like damn it okay if a movie was made about your life what genre would it be and who would play you <laughs> mm. It would be, it would be a drama with a sense of humor, and yeah. I would be played by Paul Newman. Ooh, love, love. Reasoning for that? I think he's probably the greatest leading man in history. 
and that. also a character actor. Like, yeah, I just, I think he's, uh, he's someone I admire very much, or I think yeah. his work is like, yeah, just um, oh, always a little kind of, um, I like that, like, one, one thing I know he and I have in common in terms of how we present most of the time is yeah. there's this kind of boyish quality that I don't think we can get rid of even if we try. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, so I was like, oh, but he made a career out of that. So like, yeah, I'm just like. You're like, I would have rolled with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's inspiring, if anything. Um, you're like, okay, cool. He did that. Well, it's, I did I, it's something I saw as a as um, a hindrance in my work for a while. And then I was like, yeah. but there are these other guys who had pretty, pretty amazing careers. And like, there's this, as far as that goes, it's the same, yeah. so. Okay, and last question. What do you first notice about someone when you meet them? I want to say energy, but that sounds so non-specific. You know, you can. I, you know what? Quite a few. I love that question because so many people do say that. They're like... Because like when I, I'm trying to think and like sometimes their eyes are just popping right at me and sometimes they have yeah. their arms out like they want to hug me even though we've just met. So yeah. it's like, so sometimes it's the, and sometimes it's like, outrageous clothes like it's so I think energy kind of sums it up and it it's everything. not like if I said eyes it would only be true sometimes we're being truthful I love that we're <laughs> yeah that's a good question though isn't it I love yeah. I love asking that question because okay like and it's also interesting I'm still unsure of the answer so that yeah, yeah that you're still like too. yeah <laughs> you're like let's put a pin in it maybe give me that till later okay <laughs> Energy is a good one. I, if I had to answer that, I would probably say energy. Hmm. It's, a, it's like a vibe. Yeah. But then also, if we're talking about editing and censoring ourselves, that can also then be how I present to other people. Like if, you know, like if there's a closed off energy, I'm like, well, then I give it. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah, you respond to the energy around you. Yeah, which is fascinating. Anyway, we did it. You did it. You made it. All right. You made the podcast. How exciting. How was that? You're, you're alive. <laughs> that was great. That, that felt like a short hour to me. Oh, that makes me so happy. Great. I like, I like, um, I like answering questions that I have many more answers to. I feel like we could probably chat about the craft or, or just, yeah, the acting for hours. Oh, um, yeah which we could probably do anyway, just off, <laughs> off the podcast. Just oh, like, yeah, I yeah. love like a good craft conversation. Yeah, just... I, I, try to, I try to get at least one in a week, like a oh. coffee meetup with another actor and just talk shop. Yeah, it's just, it's so beautiful. Um, yeah, but I, they... I keep me fire too, different previous question. <laughs> You're like, like I'm, not, I'm not in, yeah. <laughs> Like I said, I can keep talking. <laughs> I love it, well, thank you. Um, Thank you for coming on. That was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yay! Thanks for listening to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Feel free to follow on Instagram at coffeechat.podcast and share the love. You're awesome, and I hope you have a great day, night, or afternoon, wherever you are, and I'll see you in the next episode.